Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Sinead Horror Podcast, a place where you connect with your heart, connect with your angels, raise your vibration and become the best version of you. Hello and welcome to today's show. Today I am joined by someone very, very special to me. She's not only a dear friend, she's also such a powerful, powerful psychic medium healer, Rahani trainer. She is one of the wisest, deepest souls and she is so beautifully authentic in everything that she does and she really leads from the heart. And you might know her as Enlightened Hearts here on Instagram and social media. I know her as a beautiful friend of mine and Kathy McCarthy. Kathy, you're so welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm so good. Okay, you nearly have me in tears already. So good start. <laughs> Thank you for that oh, lovely introduction. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and so it begins. I'm actually so excited to talk to you. I know I have been on your podcast and you know, I want to just start off with how much energy that comes through us when we try to record podcasts, because it took about four or five attempts for us to do it, record on your podcast, because our technology just kept nearly exploding with the power that was coming through. And we had to do it in person. And it's literally after taking us 20 minutes to get this sorted on technology again today, because of the sheer energy that wants to come in. So God knows where this is going to take us, but I'm very excited. Me too. I think it's yeah, our vibe together. It's like this unique kind of frequency, I think, when we come together, uh, particularly in this lifetime. So we are. Yeah, let's see what just kind of flows from the heart today. And I feel like there's some activations for people listening as well uh, today. So I'm excited. Yeah, there will be. I know there'll be some activations like it's very strange. And I, I know when, you know, everyone listening now, when Kathy and I together, our psychic energy just goes through the roof. Like we randomly text each other something that one of us had a dream about or was thinking about. And it happens all the time and it's still I don't know why it still shocks us we really should be used to it by now but it is shocking and I literally just said to Kathy two seconds ago I was shuffling cards and just setting our intention before we started recording and I said geez I feel um Saint Bridget really strongly behind me and the Queen of Angels and Kathy said I need to tell you about something in a minute and I said hold that thought I'll record first so I actually am dying to know why that's important why Saint Bridget what was coming up there Okay, I'm getting shivers already. Okay, so you know that my connection to Yahshua and Mary Magdalene is really, really high, uh, particularly like Yahshua and for people like that would be Jesus. Um, and <clears throat> yesterday I had a beautiful, um, beautiful friend, client come for a Rahani session, but my Rahani sessions are changing, right? So this is the second time that Yahshua has come in when the person is lying on their stomach. And in Rahani, the first kind of step on the stomach, oh, sorry, on the back is place the two hands near the neck. Um, but he was like, no, one hand on the upper neck and one hand on the top of the head. I'm even getting shivers as I'm doing this on my own head. And it was like the anointment again in the same spot as the last person. And I could feel his energy coming out through both of my hands and then Mary Magdalene. And then from the left came in Bridget. And it was like, no, it's, I'm getting goosebumps. Ooh, it's the three of us. And it's 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 this sacred anointment and the energy that I was shown and was felt was it's time to remove that cross because obviously we've all we all carry that beautiful Christ light, which is nothing got to do with religion. It's it's unity, it's devotion, it's love, it's sacredness, it's uh, holiness in the most beautiful way. And 
he was showing me like removing the cross from all of us. And it's like this, I feel like I was even saying to the client yesterday, who obviously is a really good friend of mine, so I could go deep with her. I was like, I feel like this is an another like part of like another healing session, if that makes sense, that it, I can incorporate into Rahani with the six-pointed star. I don't know, this mad stuff is happening. And then it, again, it was like the mother line. I know that we talked about that before. It was like healing the mother line with these three powerful, powerful um light workers and that's and we are almost like I feel like to say the incarnation of them all of us right now and he also said June 2024 the 22nd is like big big energy for all of us to really like come back to wholeness and to feel a bit more I don't know centered and it's just the word enlightenment again so when Bridget came in it was the three of them together Something you touched on a minute ago, by the way, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> See what I mean, by the way, but we just are so synchronistic. It's mind blowing. But something you touched on a second ago and my angels are kind of pushing me towards this and I feel really emotional today as in just now. I don't know what I feel like I could easily burst into tears. So there's some there's a real love coming through and my hands are on fire all of a sudden. But um, what they want me to ask and I will put my own uh, words on this as well after I, you know you share is some of us and I did you know years ago struggle with this as well and I think it can be a little bit of confusion out there for maybe a lot of people is how can we move past the label or the structure of religion religious organization to actually step and welcome in Yeshua as you say or Jesus or our ladies or that love that light into our heart and it's a question I actually get asked I think I got asked on Instagram there last week is how someone said to me Sinead how um, can I connect with angels because I only associate with the church now I gave an answer and I'll share that answer in a minute but I want to hear your opinion on that before we dive into this light energy because I think it's really important yeah and even as you're asking that I'm like yeah because I have that as well I mean I would have been I would have thought I would have been the last person to have my main guides as Yahshua or Jesus and Mary Magdalene. You know, that just wasn't in my sphere of consciousness at the time. And I feel like what's kind of coming through is, for me, it's creating your own natural sacred space in your own home or in the car, like tuning into that moment where you can actually just feel so and I'll just give an example because I know I was at the St. Raphael garden the other day down in I don't even know where I was I was about 40 minutes away Uh, thank you (laughs) and I was like yeah I was drawn there I really was drawn there right but when I got there I was like this just doesn't do it for me and I was sharing with my friend afterwards she was like how did you get on did you feel and I said yeah it it was lovely it was nice but I was just happy to honestly get back into my heart car go home in my cozy environment and tune in like that in an instant so what I would say to anyone is like it doesn't have to be like this guide that guide it doesn't have to be anything associated with spirituality or religion or any label it's literally like tuning into your heart and that that word reverence kept coming in this morning and I said it to you before we pressed record as well it doesn't matter about the external world it's your essence so for people, I would say start off calling your own soul's essence because you know that to be like beautiful truth and start that, start from there. Then ask the angels to come through your soul. Ask for little signs. I know um, my sister is asking more for more and more signs because she's like, okay, I think there's something to this. 
And she asked for a sign one day and there was a big bunch of white uh, feathers right beside her car, like pure white feathers. And she was like, oh my God. And I said, I know you can only know this when you experience it. So I would just strip back all the labels and just take a pause, tune into your heart and see what energy you feel and feel into the energy of gratitude because that will raise your vibration to meet your higher self or one of your main guides or guiding angel as well. I love that. I love that. And it's quite similar to how I explained it. And I'm, I use a lot of analogies when I'm teaching and it's just how my brain works. Cause if I can understand it through an analogy, I get it. <laughs> so it's how I teach. But what I shared with this, when I got the question asked, like, how do I connect with angels? Could I have a block over the association with the church? Now I'm not saying anything's wrong with religion in any way, shape or form. I was raised Catholic you know, and I do go to church sporadically, but not my church's nature or in my own beautiful meditation chair. You know, it's everywhere is a sacred space for me. Right. But anyway, well, I'll come back to that in a second. Actually, that's a really important point. But um, what I was going to say is that I had said, if you imagine God, the vibration of God is pure love. Right. And that you can call universal energy, quantum energy, God, whatever you want. It's the same vibration. It's pure love. And if you imagine that love is like the heart in your chest and every time that pumps, it sends energy out into the universe, out into the world, out into you. And that energy is like can be the angels, is the messengers of God. It's the messengers, you know, Yeshua, Jesus, Our Lady, the Queen and King of Angels, I call them. And, you know, they are also messengers of love. You know, they were in physical form now they're in spirit form but they're also messengers of love all of these guides that we feel masters you know they're all vibrations of love that come from the one heartbeat and if you think about that that's what it is so they're not um associated with structure or organization or religion it's love and when i said a minute ago i'll come back to it is i really want to talk about sacred space i often you know talk about when you are meditating and connecting to find a space that really works for you so like you said you went to the this Raphael's garden I love it by there I love it there but like that too I get the same feeling I do there that I would in my kitchen or that I would in my office it's within you it's within you and around you you don't need to it's you don't need to go somewhere to have that feeling I remember actually standing and my husband and I went to the Caribbean on our holiday now what I'm going to say sounds so weird but I'm going to say it anyway and I said it to my husband there and then and he was like are you for real but I was dying to go to this one particular beach for a year it's a very personal very special place for so many reasons um and I won't go into detail because I feel like I could cry but I went down this beach <laughs> and I stood there and I had this huge feeling of gratitude standing my feet in the water and it was white sand crystal clear water it was spectacular Caribbean sea so hot and I looked at my husband and I said you know what I just realized he said what I have I get this exact same feeling standing on British Bay Beach in Ireland, 10 minutes from my house. And he was like, are you for real? You're in the Caribbean and you're telling me that you get the same feeling in the freezing cold beach in Ireland. And I was like, yes, because it's gratitude, it's love. And that's what I'm invoking here in a place that I love. So I really want to kind of urge that when we spoke about association with a place, like the reason why churches, you know, that environment of like the room, if you will, it's so powerful because people go and they pray and they build up that energy vibration. But if you have a sacred place, like to me, it's the beach. Anytime I go to the beach, that's my church. 
that's my sacred space. Do you know what I mean? It's like find a place where you can connect with the light, as Kathy said, like you can connect with the light within you. And that's what we're talking about today. I think it's so important is like the light is always within you and you have access to it anytime. And Kathy hit the nail on the head here when you said that, you know, it's connecting with that gratitude, that essence of gratitude, because that really activates that energy vibration of love and raises your vibration. So I loved your answer. Thank you. We actually called when you were on my podcast, we called it the light within. So it's funny that you said that twice. Did we? I don't even remember that. That's so funny. It's happening again. Well, I had originally planned, I know we say you plan for these podcasts, but my intention really was to talk about tarot. And I kind of really want to do that still because you just absolutely love tarot cards, right? There you love it. And you love offering readings, yes? I love them. I actually smiled and started talking about it. I just feel it's coming in really strongly. I want to talk about tarot. So it, what is the difference for anyone that doesn't know between tarot, art cards, angel cards and angel and oracle readings and tarot? What is the difference? Now, I did share a lot about this on Instagram because I think there's a quite confusion around it. But let's go for it. What is the difference? OK, so tarot is an ancient divination tool actually not used. Um, it originated in Italy and it was by the, the gypsies. Uh, and the fortune tellers that's kind of where it came from and actually someone re- recently said to me I heard you're a fortune teller and I thought oh <laughs> I suppose I am <laughs> um, and tarot it tells a story so there's um, seven to eight cards in the deck okay and like there's so many interpretations and meanings I think that's why and I can speak for myself I used to get so overwhelmed at the thought of I, like tarot was coming in for me I bought the deck and I was like where do I start um, because it tells a story from um, the first cyclical um, transition in your life, whether it's from birth, whether it's um, a relationship, it tells a story all the way throughout. And there is different major arcanas, there's different suits. It's a deeper for me, right? And I'll just share my own experience because I could go into like the kind of uh, logical side of what the difference is. But for me, tarot really connects deeper with the psychic abilities. Because for me, our oracle cards, I love them, but I don't really want to know all about the message at the bottom. I can look at the colors, but tarot speaks to me. It has this language. It has, um, it's almost like, I always get like sacred geometry with it as well. It just speaks to my inner compass, my psychic abilities, my mediumship abilities. It's it's such a strong divination tool to support with any modality that you're going into. Um, sometimes for me right I know you're clairsentient as well I'm and I feel like it's since I've gotten more into this healing space my vocabulary is shocking <laughs> it's hard for me to explain sometimes because I just feel so much right um but it's really about telling a story and it opens up it's like this little um it clicks into place new levels of consciousness for me and for clients because it shows you, it mirrors back to you, maybe what you're hiding from. And mm-hmm. um, I, what I mean by that is like what you're hiding from in what your ego doesn't want you to step out of your comfort zone. So it's not like what you're hiding from, like you're a bad person or anything. It's like the limiting beliefs, maybe the scarcity mindset, the self-sabotage. Am I good enough? The self-worth, all that kind of shadow work that we want to move through. Um, and then it brings through massive downloads, intuitive hits. I'm kind of futuristic in mine. Um, yes, I can, I can, I can uh, read psychically through them in the moment, but mine are very cosmic. My readings uh, with the tarot. So, 
I'd be very, very different. We're all very different as tarot card readers um, and there's not one shoe fits all as such. Um, but I just, I just love it. It just, it's just really supporting me and clients and it's really supporting my confidence mm. in my intuitive and psychic and mediumship abilities. So I love that. I, do you know what? I've always, I've had angel cards since God. Like I want to say like 11, even younger. I don't even know when I got my first deck, but I was like, very young anyway. <laughs> I've always had, um, actually I think it was younger than that. My mom's friend gave me two decks. I actually must pull them out. I, you know, I'm going to pull them out and show you. They are so old. Like I go to saying they're about 30 years old, even like that's not so old, but like for cards, it's old, right? <laughs> but like they are, they're old and you can, they're a bit withered and they're falling apart, but I've had them for years. And I think one could be a tarot actually come to think of it. But anyway, why I'm saying this is because you, yes, read a lot of tarot where I've always been called to more angelic. Like I've always seen angels my whole life. And something that comes in really strongly is I love when you said that like tarot tells the story and it can really help you with your shadow side, like where you're stuck, maybe how to overcome that sensation of stuck in a rut or, you know, where you need to navigate next or how to navigate next, which I find really powerful. And I loved how you touched on that every reader is so different depending on their intuition, you know, what's needed and how they're interpreting the message as well. But for an angel reading, why I always say I do angel readings is because I first and foremost connect with the angels before I ever look at the cards. So I will listen first to the angels and listen to what they say. And my kind of focus on a reading would be is the angels are here to help you feel like the best version of you. And whatever that they'll show me where maybe there'll be a block in your energy system or in your body or your physical or emotional, spiritual wellness. And then we work on that. And then I can use more often than not, I will use angel cards and um, even Oracle. And then then look at tarot if I feel like okay where are they really stuck I just can't get it like I'll go to the tarot but tarot is like it's only very select I wouldn't use it for everybody I'll only use it when I feel like what is that little bit of block there that we need to sh the shift and I certainly wouldn't read my own tarot every single day because I'm afraid this walk comes out <laughs> it's only when I'm ready for a kick of the bone basically <laughs> that I look at it Tell me, how would like a tarot session flow? Like, you know, can we talk a little bit about the suits and what they mean for anyone that don't know? Or maybe they're looking into uh, exploring the tarot a little bit more because I know you offer gorgeous courses on it too. So kind of what would be the basics? Like, how does it work in terms of suits? What do they mean? Okay, so there's four suits. Uh, so seven day card deck, 22 of those cards are called major arcanas and they're like big archetypal energies. Uh, those 22 cards are really about like your personal growth and development, but also your soul's evolution. So like when they come in in a reading, particularly like if you have a few of them, I'm like, this is big, big, big energy. Like be wise with your decisions. You know, like there's a could be a lot of change coming up, but it's it's the direction in which you choose. So choice is really, really important with the major arcanas as well. Um, then the suits are there's four beautiful suits. So the first one is pentacles which is related to the element of earth, which I love. So it's a real tangible kind of energy. And pentacles mean, well, they're coins, really. They look like physical coins in the tarot card. Um, but they can really be about like financial abundance, material abundance, spiritual abundance. They're about career, our family, like physical places, and also like our physical body because they're very tangible. And then we have the suit of wands. I love the suit of wands because that's the element of fire, right? So when that comes up in a reading for a lot of people, I'm like, whoa, you have a, you have a lot of energy, like a lot of creation, creativity. Uh, the wands are all about like, you know, what drives you, what inspires you, you know, really what lights you up, like 
Where's your desire at? Like, and they can show you, they can show a lot of clients. Okay. I'm really not using my creativity or am I even creative? Yes, you are. The ones are telling you like you need to do. And a lot of the, the ones tell people like, come out of your comfort zone and chase the fire. Like you need to go after it. If that's what you desire, if there's a burning within you of that, you want to do this in your lifetime, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. I love the ones. And then we have the pseudo cups, uh, which are the element of water. Again, with that sacred kind of water, I've I've glassed and coming in here again. It's funny we'll talk. Maybe we'll touch on that. But uh, to my right hand side here, but uh, the cups are all well. They really mean love. There are intuition. There are feelings. Our relationships. Our vibration. Uh, how we connect with people. They're just all, and they're just the heart. The heart really wants to connect. Um, and then lastly, we have the suit of swords, and these can be a little bit like, um, how would I say? They really, they meet you really where you don't want to go sometimes because the swords are all about air and their consciousness, their thoughts, their words. So when they come up a lot in a reading, I'm like, be mindful of your words. Be mindful of the information you're giving out about your life. You know, if it's like, I really, okay, I really, really hate my job, which a lot of people could be saying out loud. I totally get that. I used to be like that, but you have to flip it around. What am I grateful for in that moment during those days though? Because the thoughts and our words uh, related to the the suit of swords, that's all about manifestation as well, because we know we can co-create through our frequency, through our our voice. Um, and they're all about clarity, like they're about how you show up in the world and share your voice. So whether that's on a podcast like we're doing today, if you got a lot of swords and you're reading uh, and maybe like the swords as well, if, if I pulled... I don't know, let's say the two of swords, which is like a stalemate. Okay. It's like, make it, make a choice, come out of the mind though, but into the body. It could actually be like my psychic abilities will come in and I could see or hear or feel, or just know the word podcast. So again, with tarot, yes, there's thousands of meanings, right? Which I I have like different PDFs in, in that course, because yes, we do need to be aware of the meanings because it does tell a story, but it really allows your own intuitive and psychic, um, clear abilities to come through as a reader as well so they're the suits I just I love them I love telling the story about them and they can share a lot of insight uh, from your higher self as well because our higher self is always trying to give us messages like knocking us on the shoulder being like hello (laughs) follow the urge so like sometimes a tarot reading is a little bit of a kick up the bum to say yes to more opportunities so it's not to be fearful of it it's just to be like hey where am I putting my energy and where can I say yes to these things and that's that's really what my experience of being a reader has shown for clients. Yeah. I love all that. And do you know, it's so funny when you said the wands are one of your favorite. Did you say the wands are your favorite? Yeah. Or actually, even when you said the cups, my body just feels like I get a hug. The cups are me too. Like anytime I see a cup when I pull it, I'm like, oh, like it's this such a beautiful warmth. It's like a relief I get. Where when swords come up, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I have some work to do. <laughs> and I hate pulling anything swords because I'm like, oh, such resistance around all the messages. But anyway, but I actually did a course on tarot. God, oh, well, I did my first course on tarot years and years. I was in London, so they were talking like 13 years. Actually, I moved to London. I just realized I went to London 13 years ago this week. How mad is that? Thirteen. Wow. Sorry, I'm just shocked that I'm getting that old. But sure, look, <laughs> 13 years ago. But anyway, um, and I did a course year, years ago learning about the suits and the structure of tarot. And the structure really overwhelmed me. And I found then a few years later, I wish I could remember the lady's name. It might come to me in a second. But I did a six-week course with somebody. 
oh, I can't think of her name. But anyway, I did a six week course with this woman and she made me unlearn everything about tarot. Unlearn all of the, you know, the logic, the structure, the system, everything about the suits. Because what I found, I felt so, as you hit the nail on the head here, and I think it's really important for anyone listening, if you want to learn tarot, is like, just don't focus on what's on the book. It needs to be your intuition that's telling the story. You know, and what she did was really get me to hone in. And so look at the card and just see one thing that jumps out and that's what you need to focus on. And I just think it's so powerful. So that's how I read tarot based on, again, solely based on intuition. So I could look at a card and more than likely we'll see maybe something completely different than you'll see and interpret. But that's still the message that we're interpreting for whomever. I actually have a deck in my hand. I feel like I want to pull. Do you, you have a deck with you? Yeah, you have the Muse tarot deck there, is it? Yeah. What have you you've got yeah. that within hand? Oh, so these I've got Pixie. Is it what's her name? Pixie. Her son is her name, but her name on Instagram is Pixie something. Yeah, these cards. You know, I love these cards. I, I have the ones that you have in your hand. They're kind of her first tarot deck. I don't know where they are. They're here somewhere. But um, I really, these ones are the muse, the kind of inspiration. They're so creative. And I just feel really called to these. So I'm going to give a little shuffle. Do you want to have a little shuffle of them? And this is a message. Yeah. I'm going to ask for a message for maybe ourselves and for, you know, those listening. And I always say, take what you want and leave the rest. So, you know, if something resonates, then listen to it. See why it's calling to you. See how you can interpret the message based on your life. And if it's not for you, leave it. Thank you, angels, for guiding us. I'm going to just pull one card. Okay, watch it pull. Okay, I haven't looked at them yet because I uh, I just want to shoot, go in there with my my abilities. But I what I asked for was for everyone listening leading up to the winter solstice because a lot of energy can be coming in before that. That's the first card. And then I was like, what's the guidance or advice for them for 2024 for the start to really anchor in their their desires? Okay, so the first card, okay, the five of cups I got for leading up to this, the winter solstice. Again, the cups energy. Where are we giving, I would say, okay, leading up to, and it's Christmas time, obviously, say no. Say no where you're, Sinead's laughing here. I'm la- I'll tell you why I'm laughing. Did you just say the five of cups? Okay, yeah. hold that thought, keep going. Uh, the five of cups is like draining your energy, basically. Where are you putting your focus? What are the relationships and the connections around you? So as we lead up to Christmas, I would say, say no. If you really don't want to do something or meet people, you need to say no. Just because it's Christmas and people meet up, etc. You can see them the week after. That's the energy. I feel like that masculine energy. I know me and Sinead would be talking. She'd be, you know, I'd be quite um the masculine energy sometimes. And she's the feminine. Then we swap. I can feel this real strict energy from guides being like, say no. It's so important. Like you don't have to go see everyone, etc. Okay. Then the next one I have for <laughs> she's laughing right here. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Wait till you see the card I have with my hands. <laughs> it's so funny. You actually can't make this up. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm trying not to laugh. What's the next card? laughter is great okay the next one then for the start of 2024 and how to really pull in your desires is the four of pentacles which is amazing so that scarcity mindset no let it go okay the four of pentacles is like yes you can hold on to like some savings but not so tightly that you're not spending that you're not doing the things that light you up so i would actually say start planning start planning trips the things that you want to do start planning um going to different events doing seeing different concerts whatever it is like do it now. Book the things that you really desire to do because you know when it comes to it, if you haven't booked, you won't do it. And you'd be like, oh, I need to keep that for electricity or oil or something that's come up like a wedding, whatever. No, like, please plan. What do you desire? Because again, pentacles 
all about the body use your body as your internal compass as well if it's like if you feel expensive oh, i really want to do that in 2024 that's coming up in february or january do it okay if it feels if it's a yes for you inside do it yeah yes Fair. yes yes now you're ready for my card yes so, i love that and this is this is a full reading here by the way because it's going to continue on what you just said i pulled the five of inspiration so what I pulled, and if you look at this card, I know this is an audio version, so I'm going to describe it to you. But the main color I keep seeing is orange. And the orange would be the sacral response, right? The sacral energy. And the sacral chakra is where your womb, womb, excuse me, womb space would be or your navel is. And what this represents is your inner passion, your inner purpose, who you are, your divine feminine energy, your self-expression. It's your intuition. It's who you are. And the five of inspiration what I'm seeing is that you, we all need to, and you need to focus on things that light you up. If it's not a hell, yes, it's a no. And that's what keeps coming in. So right now, similar to what you said about the five cups there, when you said like, say no to things that are not serving you, this is saying the same, but on the other side of things, it's saying yes to things that feel like a huge, I need to be there. This is really for me. This aligns with my passion. This is what I'm calling for. This is what my heart yearns for. If it's something that is helping your soul evolve or lights you up, then that's a yes. So this is what's coming in so strong, even for the next few weeks. And it goes for social settings, being around others, you know, having that drink if you want to have that drink. What are you going to do for the new year? Are you going to take on some hobbies? Do they align with your heart? Do they light you up? Do they give you that sense of freedom? And how will they support you in your goals or in, you know, aligning what your heart wants? So the word align, align, align keeps coming in quite strongly. It's like, are you aligning with that passion, that purpose, your divine feminine expression? And when I say the divine feminine, I mean your intuition, what you love, how you can show more empathy and compassion. It's like, how can you show, show more empathy, kindness and compassion towards yourself? So that's what the five of inspiration is saying to me is it's not a hell. Yes, it's a no. So quite that's why I was laughing when you said <laughs> five of cups. How perfectly aligned is that? <laughs> and like, sorry, I love I love the energy of that card. Those muse deck are beautiful. I don't use them in readings, but I do use them like if I'm doing a quick card reading on, on Instagram or something like that. But and the fives as well in tarot are like, okay, one side is their setbacks, but really the energy of setback is pause. Okay. So like, and we're going to be very practical here because we can people please all they want, but we're we're all trying to stop that. So if someone asks you to do something, just be like, I'll get back to you on that. Mm -hmm. It's not like we have to like, geez, I need to see them now. I have to do that. Or I said yes to this. If you said yes to it, I guarantee you, if you're not feeling it, the other person isn't either. So just share it. Yes. And do you know what? We have so many examples of that, don't we, Kathy, where you were in my house last week and we were originally meant to record this podcast last week and we're sitting in the chair beside the Christmas tree having a cup of tea. And Kathy was like, are we going to record this? And I closed my eyes and I didn't know. Like, I did not want to do it there and then. And you literally looked at me like, oh, thank God you didn't want to do it either. So if it, it needs to align. But why I was laughing as well is what is the number, the sequence that you and I spot the most when we're talking to each other? Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. I'm like five, five. Oh, sorry. Oh my god. So that's why I was laughing as well because you put the five of cups and I put the five of inspiration. Five, five. So every time you and I talk to each other, it's something around five, five. And my hands are on fire. It's amazing, right? We're having a moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like 
we're sorry we're looking at each other now my hand my palms are up I'm like my palms are on fire because five 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 everywhere is like well it's changed but it's beautiful change I feel like it's you know we're all kind of waiting for that change to come in I do feel like 2024 is that year um I don't know what does, I, it mean for you? What does 2024 mean for you um honestly for me personally it's it's still a journey of my the self um and really tuning in to see what I desire uh how do I want to show up in the world like putting myself first um and that's not to be selfless or selfish even I should say um it's like really honoring my own daily practice is what's kind of coming into my mind right now and into my heart what do I want to do for myself so really what's coming in for me I need to be alone more and more whilst yes having those deeper connections and by alone I mean not in a relationship <laughs> um it's like really like what's coming in for me how can I show up in the world and and saying yes I know there's a lot of change still to come in for me for 2024 which I'm like oh another year of change even though I'm here for it though I really really am because in this lifetime I'm here to be a change maker my Aries North Node is like you got to get shit done that hasn't really been done before. And it's putting you out of your comfort zone again. And you need to surrender and you need to trust and you need to. And I mean, trust, you know, that feeling like when it's like, whether it's financial or whether it's whatever situational, whatever it is. And it always comes back to, I will be supported. So it's a deep, deep mastering the art of trust and surrender. I know, but also more fun, more fun and play and adventure I am here for that I really really am like I've done a lot of like inner work and obviously I'll continue to do that but I really just want to like even I'm I'm looking at my wardrobe lately and I'm like I haven't worn these type of clothes like I want to like you know put on more like I love color but I'm just like I want to go more places I want to see more things I'm gonna and I'm gonna start like saying yes to myself my future self almost and like booking those things and putting things into place now so that I can really enjoy myself in 2024. You know it's so I went for a walk this morning at half seven for sunrise with one of my girlfriends and we had a coffee and a croissant we went for a walk and we do we normally do on a Friday it's like a little Friday treat but we had the same conversation this morning saying like everything we're saying now I've just realized we're talking about how there's been a real deep sense of hibernation, which I know I spoke about a lot on Instagram and things like that. There's been a real pull where I feel energetically and with their angels, they are pulling us in for something bigger. There's something powerful coming. And I just want to touch on, I actually will have an amazing numerologist come on the podcast this season to talk about the sacred energy of 2024 and what it means in a numerology point of view. So she is coming on in a, uh, in a few weeks. So hold that thought. But um, what I will say is that we're feeling the same thing it's like we're being pulled back in but there seems to be now coming in a little bit of restlessness but it's because we've said no we've done the hibernation we're in the hibernation but what we're really being called to do is ask what do we want where does actually going back to the five inspiration the card i pulled like what is lighting us up and i only said to you the day is like you know i want to do more i said to this morning sorry i want to do more crafts like I want to do more like maybe I was looking at pottery classes and being creative and being expressive but doing things that I wouldn't do at home like I, that's where I really want to go to is I want to do things that are you know a connection with other women that not necessarily that I'm hosting or holding space for it's like being expressive 
And she actually said to me, she was at, um, and she did ask me to go, but I said no, because I was in the hibernation. But she, the other day, she was at a, a wreath-making course, and, uh, or not course, sorry, a wreath-making class, just, you know, a women's um workshop thing. And like I said, she asked me to go, and I was like, no, not going, I'm still in my zone, I'm still in the hibernation, blah, blah, blah. And now, I've, and then I had total FOMO, by the way, when she was sending me pictures. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but she was talking, and she, it came up in conversation about, you know, when women are together, when women are together and they're being creative and they're working with the crafts, it allows your brain to completely switch to surrender, like what you spoke about. It allows your brain to switch off from the, the doing of the yang of the masculine to deeply connecting with the feminine. And if you think about it, like way back in the day, that's what women used to do. We used to sit and weave together and work together and, you know, create linen and rugs and drapes and tapestries. Like that's what we used to do collectively together. We were so creative. And I think what I'm feeling is that's being called so much more going forward is how can we express that together, specifically as women? Men thrive on that competition. The masculine loves the competition, the speeds, and you know, and that's within us all. I'm not literally talking about the sex, I'm talking about that energy. But women love that connection, that bond, that trust, that creative expression. So for me, that's what's coming in quite strongly for 2024. It's the connection. Which makes sense with the number eight, you know, 2024, if you add it up to number eight. And I won't talk numerology today. I'm going to leave that for another episode. But like that's coming in so strong is that connection together. So for me, that's what 2024 is going to bring. But now is not the time necessarily to act upon it. Now is the time to assess and go, okay, what hobbies do I want to step into? What do I want to create and learn? Like, how can I be more expressive in myself? And that's really what that five of inspiration is speaking to me. And even the five of cups is saying no to things that are just draining you now it's all about the light and stepping into the light I'm like sign me up baby I want <laughs> a bit more I'm calling in more crack like not that I have no crack in 2023 but I'm like <laughs> you know just a bit more playfulness and like it's funny you said um I can't remember the words used but it was brought me back to my my human design it's a two four two four profile and the two line is the hermit and the four line is the opportunist but the four line is really about like the deep connections and like being connected with people that really see you like you were talking about women or and men as well like all those friendships and it's like my two line I'm like okay that restless energy of the two line okay the two line okay you're ready to come out of the two line now okay just not yet nearly ready and it's like the four for 2024 is like okay I'm there but it's not to be like that I'll be around everyone and like really not honoring my two line but it's the four it's the deep connections it's the desires it's the natural talents as well what am I naturally good at that really oozes that creativity you know um when you said pottery I was like "Mm, that kind of got my sacred going a bit let's do it we can need some cups need some new cups (laughs) so to summarize really from today like what are your biggest takeaways from our conversation today oh one of my biggest takeaways uh okay well Sorry, it's coming into my mind right now that we we must talk about uh, our upcoming thing because I can hear it in my mind. So that's my biggest takeaway. Do it. What's coming up? Okay. Let's, let's reveal all. Because <laughs> it's coming in. I can hear it because I'm I, my clear audience Ooh. is normally to my right here. Tell the story of how this came about, actually. Before you tell, say what it is, because I think this is a pure sign of how connected we are and how we tap it. Do you remember? Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah, I was actually teaching Rahani that weekend because I was staying in an Airbnb. Because I'd moved out of Kildare. Okay, yeah. And I was and driving I, to Mount Falcon. 
the state. Oh. I was in the car. Okay, you go. You tell your version and I'll tell mine. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, you go. You go. Do you not remember now? I do, kind of. Okay, do you want me to say it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was driving to Mount Falcon Estate. I was kindly invited by the owner to come and experience a night in Mount Falcon because we were in talk of hosting a retreat there. I did in October at the end, but this was two weeks prior to the retreat. But anyway, long story short, I was in the car on the way and the night before I had this dream that Kathy and I were t- were invited and told to hold a space for Rahani practitioners. Kathy and I are both Rahani practi- are tra- teachers and trainers. And I was told that we need to bring Rahani practitioners together to help raise their light and raise the collective consciousness. So anyway, I hadn't told Kathy. I actually completely forgot about it. And I was in the car driving to Mayo on my own. I get an audio note from Kathy. And Kathy said, Sinead, I have this idea that me and you need to create a retreat for honey practitioners. Well, I swear to God, I nearly crashed the car. I actually, <laughs> I actually burst into tears. And I, I actually phoned you straight. I didn't even leave an audio note back. I phoned you and I was like, I cannot believe you just said that to me. And I had to tell you, I was like, Kathy, I was like literally bawling, being like, I had the dream last night that we were told to do this as well. So it is happening. And it just feels, and it feels so right. And it's been so easy to create. We have a venue, we have a space. We were together. We thought we'd be together for hours of the day talking about it. We did like channeled it in two seconds. It's so divinely led. And if there's such a powerful anointment of Christ consciousness coming in, it's going to be so powerful. I've no idea what we're going to do on the day. It's just going to feel so divinely guided because we're both obviously, you know, powerful channels and channelers. But there's so much light and healing around it. Now, it is for Rahani practitioners only for now. We might open this up for others in the future. But there's a reason for it. Um, I don't necessarily know fully what the reason is yet, but I feel like we'll find out very quick. Do you know the reason actually why it's only Rahani practitioners? I kind of, that was the guidance I got like a few months ago. And when I said it to you, because I was like, is it just, is it just me holding it? And I, it was like, no, there's someone else. And then it was like, boom and that's when I message you because it's like it's sometimes it's hard okay so with Rahani right yes you can do level one and become a practitioner which is amazing but it's the embodiment of the attunement that is the most powerful thing ever the Merkaba the six-pointed star which is the embodiment of creation it's the Christ conscious the unity consciousness that really it's an amplification of this new age, this new earth. Okay. That's what I'm really feeling. I've almost felt, and I'm saying to you that I've gotten this third attunement from, from the celestial beings in the last like four to five months. It's like, I'm going deeper into, again, that word reverence is coming up. So when we were tuning in, it was like, it's an anointment, like that day that we're holding. And the specific date is like, I just kept hearing and feeling like it's a cosmic shift anyway so the fact that all of us were handy practitioners and teachers so obviously if you've done level two and it doesn't just have to be trained through myself or Sinead even though we're in the same lineage but it could be any lineage across anywhere you just have to come to Ireland um it's the fact that all of us who in who have that and first attunement or second attunement us coming together in the one space on the one day and I really do feel like the date that we're putting out there's some type of cosmic change that is like otherworldly stuff that we can't even put into words right now but I do really feel it's a significant moment in history when we all meet and it's just so I'm really it doesn't even it feels so effortless because it it's it's it has to happen 
that's just the energy it has to happen and my hands are on fire again and <laughs> I just I can't wait I have just realized something so and can I can I say the date I can yeah yeah okay so it's on the 13th of April 2024 we wanted a spring energy and new life new beginnings the 13th is also a goddess number divine feminine number but I've just added up the whole date and I just can't believe what I've just realized the whole date together is seven Seven is the highest spiritual number of activation and change. Oh my God, I actually feel like I want to cry. It's the highest, whoo, the highest spiritual number for activation and change. And it's all about elevation, elevation, excuse me. It's all about like the seven pillars of strength, of embodiment, of power. It's all about the rising. Oh my God, Kathy, I just realized that now. I can't believe we didn't cop that. You said the seven pillars and straight away I have the Pleiadians here which mm. were a lot of us are strongly connected to and they were along with Syrian Andromedan like were the ones to really support and anchor and bring down the attunements of Rahani to us like this is like how do I even put it into words this is I honestly feel life-changing that's why I feel like it has to be and that's well that was the guidance that came through it has to be Rahani people who are attuned to Rahani that come on the day because we for are now. collectively helping. Yeah, for now. I feel like for now feels really strong. I also just want to point out, if you're feeling a bit dizzy listening to us today, it's totally normal. I just got really lightheaded. So please drink a bit of water. There is huge activation in what we're speaking about. Obviously, as Kathy touched on earlier on, our words hold such a vibration and power. And my heart is going like clappers. I actually need to keep my eyes closed because I feel like I'm going to faint. <laughs> the energy is so intense. Um, so if you're feeling like a little bit lightheaded or a little bit dizzy, just sit down for a minute, take a sip of water. There's such a power right now. And as we're talking about for Rahani practitioners for now, there's a reason for it. And we, I know, I know we'll open the space up. I just keep getting a note. We haven't discussed this, but I just keep hearing it. It's going to be open for others. It just needs to be Rahani practitioners to begin with. Um, and then we can go from there. But all, and I'm actually, we're both wearing blue today. The ladies colors. I just realized that. Oh, too many synchronicities. <laughs> There's too many synchronicities. Okay, to summarize for me, you know, um, I loved how, you know, what's come through today is really focused on your intuition when it comes to interpreting messages that you're feeling, asking for the signs. The signs are always there to support you. There's always that light in you, within you, and you can tap into it anywhere you go in the world. It doesn't need to be in a sacred setting. It can be on the beach, at home, in the kitchen. When you're brushing your teeth, you can have a revelation. Re 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 What's the word? Revelation? Why can't I say it? Revelation. Jesus. <laughs> what? Revelation. <laughs> I can't say that word today. Oh my God. I told you I'm very dizzy. My head's not working now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really important to laugh at yourself just fyi too <laughs> but there is so much magic when it comes to um saying no to things that are not lighting you up it's another summary that's coming in huge today and saying yes to things that feel so right listen to your gut responses listen to things that light you up listen to whatever's calling your creative expression it's so important now yes we're in the hibernation energy but we are being called to really look and reevaluate what's important to us and that's where you know, we're being navigated into 2024. It is a time for connection, deep divine connection with yourself, with the oneness with yourself, with spirit, you know, with universe energies, the earth, the sky, the sea, God, every, you know, with light, with love, what lights you up? 
and really deep dive connection into um deepening bonds with others as well is really coming in quite strong um i would love to hear from you if you've enjoyed this chat with kathy and i today i've absolutely loved it my head is spinning my ears are on fire <laughs> i've got tingles down my left hand side of the body jesus there's so much going on <laughs> but it's always the beginning and i can't wait yes we'll launch everything on our website um for this rahani retreat day it's called the anointment and it's going to be very 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 powerful and like i said just for now it's just for rahani practitioners but it will i really do believe it will be open for others very soon as well but um i will also pop all of kathy's details on the end of this episode and if you have any questions for herself or myself you know where to find us and i have just loved this episode and of course you have kathy does have tarot courses as well if you are looking to explore your tarot practices i know are they open or do you have them at certain times or how do they work oh my one-to-one sessions are live so they're channeling psychic tarot sessions and then i also have a tarot certification course that you can do in your own time and a lot more things on my website and there's loads to come kathy i've loved having the chat with you thank you so much my lovely friend my darling my psychic my buddy person freaks me out the most <laughs> i have loved our little conversation and um yeah it's the first of money i feel oh thank you so much and thanks for everyone listening and uh hopefully if if the activation is too high just ask them to turn it down a little bit and uh yeah we hope to see a lot of you on april 13th and then beyond and after that as well so thank you so much yes there's more to come drink plenty of water today this has been even if you're not consciously aware of what happened there's something <laughs> something happening so please drink plenty of water today and if you feel a little bit lightheaded during our chat just sit down drink some water and just witness what's going on inside of you kathy it's been a pleasure bye love you bye love you thank you so much for listening to the sinead horror podcast i hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today perhaps you learned something about yourself and i'm so excited for you to discover even more if you want to tune in to more episodes please subscribe And if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show, you can find out more on www.sineadahorror.com. And of course, you're welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover. Remember, this podcast is for you. See you next week.